Hello everybody and welcome back to the Keeping It Blunt podcast. Um, today we have a special guest. Graham, do you want to introduce our guest? Yeah, sure. So, um, Dane and I have known each other for a long time, but I'm about to introduce you guys to someone that's probably one of my oldest friends that I've known. Known each other since grade art. Um, I've no, always known him as Clinton, but now we'll know him as Lebon Panza, Mr. Urban Zulu Warrior himself. Um, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm great, James. I'm great. It's a, it's a good it's a good evening. It's a good evening, man. It is a good evening. Yeah. It's um, it has been a good evening. So yeah. let me just let's just before we jump into anything, we'll just I just yeah. touched on it there. Um, like I said, I've always known you as Clinton. Yeah. Your real name, your well, your first name rather isn't Clinton. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. just dive into that a bit quickly? So, so like you said, the name, right? Um, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy. Um, it's not like an alias or anything. Um, I think just for that part of my life, I used my third name um, instead of my first name because my first name is Tawil and Kosa. So you can imagine a grade R student, right? Yeah. Five, um, to say Tawil and Kosa. Um, in a predominantly uh, white school. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Again, that decision wasn't mine. It wasn't mine to make. My mom just felt, hey, man, let's make things easier. Preferred name, Clinton. And that kind of just went through primary yeah, school. It's, yeah, carried it, carried me um, high school. And then varsity came where I'm doing my own applications. And I'm like, mm, nah, it's just yeah. first name, let's make it easier. You know, I don't want to have to explain that. Oh, no, it's actually my third name. So, um, and yeah, just again, I guess it was like a fresh start in a sense. I mean, you, you see, yeah. you have the opportunity to introduce yourself for the first time, however you want to introduce yourself. Yeah. And first name basis, man. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I yeah. When I Whenever I hear stories like that, I always think um, one of our, we've got a guest coming up in the future, Tbezi um, Nopazolo. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I always laugh at his story of when he, I think he was went to office or PVHS or Grey Blom one of the one of the one of those schools and he just was like, you know what, I'm tired of these guys butchering my name. I'm just gonna tell them my name is Charlie. And I still call him Charlie, bro. I don't know. And to this day we still call him Charlie. Like it's 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 just stuck. <laughs> yeah. I actually forgot about that, dude. At some stage that I remember is his alias was was yeah it was church. So, yeah. So I, I I always laugh at and I was telling we Clinton I briefly chatted just before him where I said sorry I I was just said it's I always found it funny like how even Afrikaans people they'll name then the kid will have like his first name is like his dad's name yeah but then yeah. just like call him by a second uh like I've got a family friend her her boyfriend like I know him as Luke. But yeah. his first name isn't Luke. That's like his second name. But his first name is something else, which is his like his dad's name and his grandfather's name. But to yeah. avoid the confusion, avoid the confusion, they just yeah. Like, so, why yeah, not just call him Luke in and the first place? You know, the thing is, like name. It's but that's the nice thing. You can literally just be like, "I oh, just call me this," or yeah, um, like um, and it it's. I think it also like as you grow up, you just like I never used to. Whenever I used to write my like my full name, I would never include my second name, not for any reason except that it's just like you just didn't. You, the, the, the my surname is long enough already. It was always <laughs> one of those things. That like I couldn't like, but now you grow up, you're like, oh, well, that's part of your name. That's, yeah, it's part of your it's it's part of your identity. And I think um, the older you grow, the more the more you can choose um, what you become. You know. Yeah, um, especially when you yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, when we're kids, you know, your parents make decisions on your behalf because you can't talk, you can't speak up. But also, once you start realizing the space that we're in in the world, is that people need to get comfortable with saying African names. Yeah, you know? 100%, but that's why I, it was something that I brought up with Graham earlier today, just like, be interesting to talk about from your point of view. Like, why yeah, you went no, with is the yeah, same reason. no. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and it's, it's that thing of like not thinking on behalf of people that, oh, they probably won't pronounce my name right. So, no, just try it. Like, actually make people start to learn because we are in yeah. South Africa after all. 
Yeah, um, white so, people yeah. make up like what ten percent of our population, if that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's time to stop catering to white people. You can't say say names properly. It's ridiculous, yeah, honestly. Um, yeah. On the name front, um, you sent us a question. It was also something that I spoke to Graham about. Where did yeah. Urban Zulu Warrior come from? Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a okay. It was not a long story again, uh, but quick summary is that in, in high school, I think it was about grade 11, grade, yeah, grade 11, I was thinking of starting like a, a brand, right? It's like a, like a clothing brand kind of thing. Okay. Uh, so the concept there was like, okay, you're like conquering your urban jungle. So therefore you're a warrior. Let's call it urban warrior, right? Um, that never kicked off yeah. because I just, <laughs> I, I, I fell short. I was like, nah, everyone's doing t-shirts. Everyone's doing this. Ah, I left it. Then when I get to Varsity, I, I, move, I move to Pretoria. Um, I'm starting off with Tux. And I look at my Instagram, I'm like, oh, dude, you're studying marketing. You know, I had I had so many ambitions, like of doing certain things in the creative space. And I'm like, what's something that's going to just make me, my personal brand like stand out? You know, I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm, like, urban, I'm, like, I'm like, okay, Urban Warrior. I mean, that's still a thing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But now I'm from KZN and I'm in Pretoria. So what makes me just think is that I'm Zulu. I'm proud to be Zulu. So yeah, Urban Zulu Warrior. This makes you stand out a little bit there. Yeah, no, that's like, <laughs> that's a really cool one. Oh, yeah, I, I think as far as like Instagram handles or names go, it, it is it is quite one of the more unique ones. Um, yeah, it's iconic. It's a, it really is. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that like I still think my my favorite when it comes to Twitter names, you can't you can't beat Kamane. Shamsi, he's oh, yeah, he's yeah. changed all the time. It's unreal. <laughs> he's undefeatable. Like you can't, oh, you can't. Yeah. No, no, he's definitely. So good. Yeah, no, definitely there. Um, but yeah, man, give again. I think it's once you talk about like personal brand and stuff. Again, you can play around there. I mean, you have your formalities where you have a job application and obviously you yeah. first name and whatever. Yeah. But then you also have a space like social media where you also create like kind of a personality for yourself and yeah yeah if i guess I, if i think of my instagram handle which is literally just my first and second name graham shaw mm. i use yeah. that username for pretty much everything now and i've never once yeah. had it been taken exactly uh, fair enough because yeah. i've got i've got firstly like the two the, my names themselves aren't like wildly popular mm-hmm. and secondly they both different spellings of how they are so like because they're both unique spell both my names have got the unique spelling i've never once had it been taken yeah you'll never fight over that no because i also don't like um it's a personal preference i don't like having um numbers like random numbers yeah i know my... i've never understood people that do that and, like, yeah <laughs> and i mean sometimes i get it you know there's a lot of michael smiths in the world so yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be michael smith 10 to 1 or whatever you know something random. There were, so it's it's the it's the random numbers for me though like if it's your like if it's like you're gonna pop in like a 1998 or maybe yeah, yeah, your, your birth yeah. date or something or like you're gonna chuck like a favorite number or something then fair yeah. enough but if you're just going to be like 3742 yeah. just, whenever, just I mean, whenever i see one that's got like a number with more than three numbers and it's not like a year like, i'm like why but again i remember it's even it's better though than i, I remember probably in high school people used to like putting 69 just for bands oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 69 420 <laughs> 69, 420, 69. Oh, I mean, you're like, oh, what, what were you thinking what oh. is your ipad password still what it used to be yeah bro oh, 420 <laughs> okay. i was okay so we're gonna say yeah so, yeah I, was, I, was, I asked before i said what it was just in case but yeah, yeah. just bring it out there oh 420 was day and you used to think you were the shit though as well yeah that. bro but we all did <laughs> like we spoke about uh, it in our last po- in the yeah, last episode handing, about how handing that thing around the physics class oh what's the password yeah there was an era where where you know uh certain things were with the it thing yeah yeah, yeah. Is like... and, and 420 was one of them you know especially at that sort of like 11 yeah. matric age when people are starting to figure it out it's like this it's oh, pretty, yeah. wow <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um but yeah 
like I like what you were saying about like how social media is like a place to just sort of create your own sort of it's like a it's a different personality for me my social media is very much a character at the moment like I've of course. I, I went for a long page where I, a phase where I just didn't post on it and then obviously I started doing YouTube stuff and realized how, that there's this whole world of the internet and all of this so yeah. I was like okay well, everything now is just like a character and my mom actually called me out the other day after watching <laughs> listening to one of the podcasts and she was like why do you have to swear so much whatever what if, what if you're going <laughs> for a job application da, da, da. I'm like yeah, like I understand where it comes from but like if people are going to judge me based on what they see on social media I, I, do, I almost don't want to associate with them that yeah. much like if you're seeing social media as like real life and making a judgment on a person yeah. based on these snapshots it's hard, it's it's a tricky yeah. it's a fine line I suppose it's a slippery slope yeah I guess there's two sides of that because I mean there, there's certain things and certain views that obviously are your own you yeah know? Um, and and often people, I think, they they use the whole ah, but it's just social media as kind yeah. of a backfoot. But like, yeah. obviously, you're thinking that. Obviously, if you put it out there, you know, you you want people to kind of have a reaction towards that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's definitely a thin line. There's definitely obviously just banter where it's like, yeah. guys, I I'm think gonna, I think yeah, I do this, but like when it comes to obviously when companies look at like political, they look at you know your your racial views i try and keep that stuff off my social media yeah, well, of course. Um, we spoke about that before we started the podcast we were like are we going to touch on these issues and we kind of made the decision to not necessarily ignore it but basically we we had to we either talk on it on everything yeah. or nothing because you can't you like if if we were to come out one day and talk about like how uh, I don't know like Harry and Meghan getting kicked out of the royal family like how that's such a scandal, but then next next week something happens where there's police brutality or gender based violence somewhere and we don't talk about it then yeah it it's bad it's kind it of looks really bad that's always been my thing yeah. when it comes to these things is it's like they're all human rights issues I don't see them as political issues there's most of yeah. them, there's, there's not really space to have an opinion. It is like, yeah. it's been fucked up for so long that people just believe the wrong <laughs> thing. And it's like yeah. trying to educate. Yeah. So, like, rather than speaking out about whenever these movements come, like, back in the day, I used to obviously post and just get caught up with the whole movement. Now I prefer to just personally educate myself on it because I would feel like a fraud if. I'm like calling out people in America for being racist and whatever when we live in South Africa where it's still such a big yeah. topic and yeah. like defending like gay people's rights without understanding it properly and trans people and all of that like I don't understand yeah. it enough to, for me to feel like my opinion's valid which I yeah. think is a big problem with people just throw their opinions on social well, media. Uh, I, saw, I, I saw something quite a while ago and it's something that I always choose to basically live by when it comes to issues that you don't necessarily understand and like historically it's been a bit of an issue it's yeah. the biggest the best apology is change behavior yeah 100 percent. So, like if you because again someone who historically has said some unsavory things can come out and say oh i'm sorry but until they change like yeah. they're still going to act that way then and you can't expect that to happen overnight you've got to show no, you can't. for a prolonged period of time and it sounds yeah. like a ridiculous example but logan paul i think is a very good example of that and that in 2017 there was that whole was it 2017 with the suicide yeah. forest and all of that and everyone yeah, hated man. him man like he he was a mainstream yeah. news. like it was bad <clears throat> and he went on he got worse before he got better but now three years down three four people years have down changed the line, the tune on him people have like yeah. been watching his content recently like the last year or so and being like hang on a second this guy actually changed like his content yeah. isn't the yeah. same he's not he's actually learned from it and he's speaking about these issues from a very educated perspective um, yeah i don't know if you saw that stuff recently about like it was on one of the tux meme pages tux faculty of memes mm -hmm. with yeah. regards to the the whole um, super straight gender identity and people saying they wouldn't date a trans person. And he, the guy who 
runs the page. He also does a podcast and he got called out for basically people with, like there was a, a group, a Turks group called Up and Out, which is like the Turks LGBTQ community. And they basically called him out for not him being transphobic, but the conversation being transphobic. So he actually did a podcast recently. It's really good. Um, if you want to learn more about these issues, I'm going to shout about the Ground Floor podcast by JC Stain. That um, yeah. the episode with Odinga, I believe is his name, is the chairman mm -hmm. of Up and Out. Um, and they basically just outline like not necessarily like how to navigate the political correctness surrounding the LGBT community, but just why certain things are offensive and why yeah. like like why like why they what's perceived as a double standard isn't necessarily a double standard because of like the history behind certain yeah. things so like it was a really like i listened to the whole thing and i give that a listen sometimes yeah because it I was like, like my thing, I, what, yeah, yeah. With, with all these topics and like people get very offended and like call people out and the whole cancel culture thing yeah i think it's very difficult because like we are the three of us in this conversation seem like people who do like to learn about it and yeah. try and understand it rather than just throwing out a, a half-assed opinion but the problem comes is like because it's been such a problem for so long we were brought up not educated about it we don't know like what terms are slurs like we get told about the n-word and in south africa the k-word there's like a few things that they outline for us but it's like there's so many different communities and stuff that get offended by things but it's how when you're not educated on it in the yeah. school process or at any stage in your life and it's only really been the last sort of five years or so where it's really become a mainstream thing like it the education needs to take come first so when someone fucks up rather than calling them out and saying they're transphobic or whatever rather use it as an example and be like yeah okay. we understand that you guys don't learn about this this is this yeah. is fucked up don't say this stuff this is why and yeah anyone with half a brain or with half a, a little bit of empathy will understand that and they'll learn from that and not use said words or whatever yeah i think i think that's the biggest that's the biggest factor in all of it is like if you prepare if like if i'm prepared to learn teach me yeah but i think there's, there is a genuine shift in black people are speaking out more and like stuff's being called the out conversation is being out. had that's, that's and sure. and that's i think that's the, the important thing is it's conversations it's not mm. let's just get rid of this person immediately like yeah i don't know because graham and i've just been waffling a lot this. yeah i don't know what you but, think about any of this <laughs> um, oh dude oh, this is, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah like you complete another conversation wow um sure cancel yeah cancel culture thing as your it's it, it's it's so damaging that there's no there's no room for even if you do suggest that people must get educated on stuff because already you know people are like oh you're an apologist oh you're this you're that mm -hmm. not understanding fully that guys at the end of the day understand this is fucked up they're fucked up what they did say was transphobic yeah. or was this and that. Also, give the person the information and what they do from then on um, should determine whether or not you cancel them. Like, I mean, if you've told someone all this stuff and, I mean, they still carry on, then yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you've got to give the... We're human at the end of the day. We are all going to fuck up. And if you don't give someone yeah. the information, how do you expect them to sort of execute? That, yeah. That's the that's the biggest that's the biggest issue a lot of educated people have with cancel culture is it's you want people to like the the whole chat is that you people should learn and become more educated and be stop being ignorant yeah but they like society doesn't like will call you out for mistakes you made years ago that's another like, thing. that's another whole ball game that, like what we like people will us. dig up old tweets out of context yeah. 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 that yeah. can just sink you and it's like well 
I might have said that when I was like 14. Do with it. But okay. Um, yeah. Let's, we we waffling. We waffling. We, we got very. It got onto a topic that I didn't see coming at all. I'm sure Clint is like, what the? That guy, I don't even know where that came from. Yeah. Um, no, Clinton, what have you been up to, bro? Like, I've hardly seen you since school. So yeah, yeah. Man. sure. <laughs> I've been, I've been everywhere. Hey, been everywhere. Um, so I did school for a bit, um, for a short stint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, very unconventional journey that I have. Um, did school, did tags for about two years. Um, decided to try and pursue other things, man. Um, just based on some personal reasons um, and what was going on at the time. And I found myself firstly job hunting, um, 2019, um, mid-2019, started working at this like startup agency. So, hey, man, I, I'm in marketing. Let me just yeah, get marketing. it. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> so I, I'm in marketing. That's something that's always just been a passion of mine. And I just always saw myself being in that space. So, yeah, I literally tried it out. I was doing photography. Um, I was filming some stuff for a YouTube channel called The Finding. Okay. Um, and I stumbled up on this opportunity of being on a reality show. Yeah, I was going to ask you yes, about yes, this. About that. <laughs> yeah, being on a reality show um, called The Next Brand Ambassador. Uh, it was sponsored by Cavitech. Um, and literally they, I saw this thing on Twitter. They were like, yo man, if you a marketer, if you're a creative, if you this, you're like, yes, that's me. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> my time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, are you between 18 and like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and for the first time, you know, for these kind of things is that it wasn't like a thing of like, oh, you have to have a qualification and do this and that. So already I had like this kind of confidence that, hey man, I, I could do this. So yeah. I, sat, I sat on that post for a minute because you had to send in a one minute video of yourself um, answering a couple of questions and then your CV too. So, for, so it literally, entry is open for like a week. But four days of that week, uh, of a seven day week, I was literally just like thinking, nah, dude, you can't do this. Nah, you can't do this. Nah, nah, nah. Why? <laughs> and finally, day five, day five, yeah, I was sitting in front of my camera and I'm like, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> So I answer all these things. I edit this video, edit it nice to put some footage here and they pull this through that. And I remember sitting there on, on Sunday, the deadline was Monday, clicking submit and be like, okay, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. It's, it's out of my hands though. Yeah, it's out of my hands though. So a week later, be, I get a call saying, yo, dude, you shortlisted in the Joburg top 10. And thousand entries i think and i was like what <laughs> and they're like yeah. Yeah, we're starting we're starting filming this thursday go on go first episode and so they've challenged like a whole week right and then yeah. at the end of the week you present in final judges and yeah i get kicked so they're choosing five people in in Joburg. and they're still going to go to Durban and cape town so they're taking five, 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 basically, ideally. And then I get knocked off. I'm not part of the top five. I'm like, okay. Hectic. Gets in terms, I guess, then, you know, we'll try again. It's, it's yeah. all good, you know? And top 10 is still decent. Considering yeah, you, you know, almost didn't and, do it as well. And it's like, an, it's an experience and you meet some people. Yeah, exactly. I think I think it was a big thing. I really for me it was such a big a big win that like yo, dude, you know, I'm the youngest here. I'm twenty. Yeah. Um, I, that's something I, I noticed when I watched the show. Like I was like, yo, yeah. like he yeah. is young. Like everyone here is significantly <laughs> older. Experienced, you know, all these different things. You're like, yo, dude, what am I even doing here? You know, how do I even make, how do I make a chair? Um and then so the competitions they carry on in Cape Town. It's going to be a top 12 nationally. And two weeks later, after I kicked off, I get a call. I'm like, okay. And they say, dude, um, basically, we made a decision, judges made a decision to to bring you back as a wild card and go straight to Cape Town. What the hell? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
in the show, they, they made it quite dramatic as well, I remember. Yeah, it was a very dramatic entry. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah. I remember, on the show they phoned like they like they show you like filming yourself picking the, like, I was like you <laughs> they're asking this man a lot right now more yeah, production man. going into that than there was into Love Island <laughs> so I get asked are you available for the next few months or the next couple of months because obviously I don't know what the outcome of it yeah and I'm like yeah dude I'm not doing anything like I'm just chilling so yeah. <laughs> you know over to Cape Town and week after week, you know, it's challenge after challenge, solving marketing problems. And then we later got into kind of solving real life, like, um, problems that, well, market, not, I wouldn't call them problems, but just how can we do this better as, yeah. as a banking brand, you know, and each team would have to present something in front of a panel of judges weekly and someone gets sent home, you know? And I just found myself week by week surviving, <laughs> <laughs> surviving literally. Um, I, yo, I think so much happened on that show, and I, I learned so much just about myself and the world around me. Um, I, I, learned enjoyed, I enjoyed the yeah. structure of the show because I know we will obviously get there, but eventually there isn't just one winner. Yeah, yeah, there were three. Which, which I always thought like watching the final episode i was like yo this is like this is pretty cool because it's one like especially for what the opportunity was to just limit it to one particular individual would seem yeah. a bit harsh this like it was quite a decent structure and i think like it's not some, it's something you would probably like to see more in game yeah. and like in tv shows and like stuff like it's just like the, the resources are there to give more people opportunities yeah, bro, there's something about, like, you can't say teamwork and, like, you're going to be part of a team and then not display that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I can't say teamwork it's and give the long prize long to long one long guy. Long, yeah, you know? that, that's what I was going to team and then, like, it's like, boom, done. That's what I was about to say as well. Like, the whole point of marketing and, like, even corporate today is it's very team-driven. So to yeah. have a competition... Where you're working as a team but ultimately one winner yeah. it's just never going to work um so we chatted about so obviously like we just mentioned there were three winners um but let, like let's talk a bit about how you got to the final you like you said um yeah challenges after challenge like you just found yourself hanging on hanging on a bit so <laughs> let me let me ask like yeah. how does it let me ask this, like how does it feel when you're standing there and it's like Okay, yeah. someone's getting eliminated right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my boy, I think I think my my my, my heart is always in my head. <laughs> yeah, eating yeah, literally. Um, but I, I think part of part of what makes it challenging is that sometimes you feel like you shouldn't be in the room, like it's that imposter syndrome. Yeah, you're constantly like, yo, dude, like, am I really doing this? Like. This is really me. Like, am I really gonna make it? So you're constantly questioning yourself because you're like, oh, but so and so is better than me. But you know, so and so does this, and yeah. you 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 often like you, you often forget why you actually made it there. Like, dude, yeah. you wouldn't yeah. be this far if you weren't good at good what you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. So I guess it's it's just const- it's like constantly being aware of that. Um. Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest challenges I faced and. Yeah, um, but a, a, a year or two later, it's it's much better now, dude. Much, much better. Can you much, hear? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can hear you guys now. I okay. Just, in terms of consistency, let me keep the headphones on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they're off. Yeah. But let me keep them on just to stay okay. consistent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to... I was saying... It's one of the things you also recognize on TV is that, like, if someone... I don't know if, if like sometimes you wouldn't use your own phone right so let's say i'm holding someone else's phone and i want to call and then all of a sudden yeah. now that person leaves and I have to use another phone it's like on tv someone's because of so the director would always be like only a, a thousand people out of the hundred thousands are going to see this so it doesn't matter just carry on you know yeah um so but yeah it's definitely something i noticed because yeah i'm just very attentive like like you well, see those small yeah. little details like when yeah. something changes, it's well, like, 
<laughs> I think, I think the, the eagle-eyed viewers are in for a treat because I started this podcast with only one of my earphones in. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I was gonna, so I was gonna say like the night of the final. Um, yeah. Is it is it literally like because they literally just call out one by one? This person's one of the winners. This person's one of yeah. the winners. They, I remember they distinctly go through each individual, like our strengths, weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is what you were good at. This is what you improved on. Like, how are you? Are you standing there in the final? And when you hear, oh, this person's what? Is that honestly the first time that you hear these people are the winners, or yeah. is it like a just <laughs> that's it? Yeah, that's it. That's literally it. I so you. You're standing there, it's the night of the final. What is it? Final six, seven? Final five, yeah. Final five. Final five. Final and five. so you're obviously, like you said, you were the youngest person there by quite a few years, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what, so while, you're, while you're sitting there or standing there waiting for these results, like what's, what's going through your head at that point? Yeah. I think, you know, so everyone's giving their feedback individually and stuff. And, I think for me, getting to that point was was really a win. Like yeah. I was really content with however ever where it would go, because I was like, dude, you made so much progress and made so much growth. Like already, it's just a personal win. Yeah. Um, I remember yeah. a of mine asking me, <clears throat> um, I think it was a week or so before. He was like, "What does winning look like to you?" And I was like, "Yo." I think it's a tough one. Yes, you're on the show. Yes, there's a prize. But like, what does winning look like for you? And that's the thing is that sometimes we think about what the grand prize is and what, yeah. whatever. But a win is how you feel, like how you take it. It's like, it's like that picture where I think the kid came third, but he's so happy. Yeah. But kid number one is crying. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. So happy we didn't win. Yeah. You know? If you felt like you've grown, um, you've made all this progress, like that's how I felt that point. Like, yo, dude, one, I don't start to anymore in front of camera, in front of judges, all this pressure, yeah. getting better, dealing with my anxiety, um, my nervousness, um, all the all these things, all these boxes that I ticked like, for myself. And I was like, dude, this is really a win. Like, I really like. Yes, it'll be a cherry on top to be part of the top yeah. three, but for me personally, it's a really a win. Just being honest, say. Especially considering, like, you were, you were out not early on, but, like, quite earlier on, and then you got sort of fast-tracked into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. The whole, just the whole journey. Like, it must have been such a roller coaster of emotions yeah. through all of yeah. that time. <laughs> Is that weird? How often does this happen? So, like, but, yeah, was, yeah, I was so chill. Also, ultimately, at the end of the day, when there's thousands of applicants, like, how different is fourth and fifth from third? Like, you know? It's, it's literally just the prize, yeah. Like when there's that many applicants, and it's just like, I think it, like you say, it's. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna relate it to myself because it's like I do find some sort of, like I can, I can relate to it. To the win, what does winning look like? In yeah. that, so like obviously I've just finished my honors degree in accounting, but. The journey to become a CA, as I would have spoken about in the previous episode, is it's a seven-year journey. Yeah. You, you finish you finish year four, you get that honors degree, and you're kind of like, okay, well, it's what I felt looking back now, I, I'm a bit, I feel a bit better about it, but it was kind of like I was more relieved than anything else. I was like, it was quite an underwhelming experience. If I'm honest, yeah, and it's I think not having a proper graduation and stuff probably is added. Yeah, to that. that's yeah. Adds, that adds to it to an extent, but like, it's it's like that wasn't the end goal. Quite, yeah, but that, the way I look at it is like if you 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 win the you win the qualifying heat for the hundred meters in the Olympics, you still got to go win the whole race. Like you yeah. got to go win the final, and that's like that's basically where I'm at now. It's like Getting the degree was like, okay, I've won the semi-final. You've qualified now. Yeah. Now, like, now you still got to get over the line. And yeah. so like, whilst, whilst I can relate is a lot of people will look at that and be like, oh, well, you've got two degrees. Like, that's a win. But yeah. it, it, it might be, like, it is a victory, but it's not 
the not, victory. It's not your idea of what what winning is like. Where, whereas, like, but again, like, well, like I said last year when it happened, I was like, oh, this isn't. This is like this is just a formality now. Like it's it's happened. Whereas now that I've had time to think about it and have clarity and just put things into perspective, I'm like, you know what, shit. Like you've got that's something to be proud of. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's and just deal. like just like you with, with being content with the result going either way. I think even yeah. now more so, you can sit back and think, shit. Man. You might have you might have not won the show. But you still had a victory. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely um, a big thing. Is that again? I did it for the love of what I do, you know, for the field that I'm in. So, just having that whole experience and, and still being able to tell the story afterwards is always just mind blowing. Whenever I tell people the story, like what the hell? <laughs> it's such a cool story. Um, but I just want to touch on. Sorry, Graham. Um, I just want to yeah. touch on. So you you mentioned there that like at that point when you're standing on the final stage, you've already in your mind you've already won whether you win the show or not you've already (laughs) checked off all these things and you mentioned like your anxiety and your like stuttering in front of cameras and stuff so is that something that you struggled with quite a bit at the beginning and like how did you go about getting overcoming those things sure i think there's a certain thing when you know that there's possibly hundreds of thousands even millions of people watching yeah you're like you Yes, there's only 10 people in this room, but like, dude, there's so many other eyes watching. Mm. Like, automatically, my brain is thinking, like, oh, don't say this. Or, How are you going to say this? But really, yeah. I'm like, kind of like, I want to say it the right way, you know? Um, and I'm pretty sure you are in the back of your mind, hey, if I say something now, Twitter's going to Twitter's gonna take my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the boys are watching, bro. <laughs> you look at Twitter, you go, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. The rag stumbled over his words in one episode of Love Island, and the man was memed. <laughs> you get what i mean and yeah yeah so those are the kind of things that run through your head um but even just i think in general i i, I am i was a person who just i think yeah like yes I, I i was in kind of in high school like you wouldn't like notice it because i'm i'm doing like stuff like public speaking and this and that but People don't know how long it takes you just to get yourself, like yeah. you actually do it, you know. Yeah. And now you're on a stage where you can't prepare. It's not a prepared speech. It's not something I've rehearsed. Mm, you're like and off the cuff, reacting yeah, to what's happening on the stage. Yeah, and it's a different ball game. Yeah, it's a different ball game. And like already, if you're a person that has like panic attacks and stuff, dude, it's it, yeah, it's a nightmare. But I mean, again, I think the, the progression just got with more just trusting myself um trusting myself trusting what i was saying and that you know what i'm saying is valid and other yeah. people don't catch it they don't catch it but it's coming out of my mouth and i mean you know that you're there and you yeah you know what you're doing like you're there for yeah. a reason and it's, it's yeah. hard sometimes to be like like you said that imposter syndrome especially i can imagine being the youngest of all these people these people yeah. have all done all kinds of shit they've been yeah. working in the industry and you're just like little pipsqueak on the block yeah. coming throwing in your five cents and it's, it obviously was a bit more than five cents think... considering where you got to but yeah. i can only imagine the, like how you felt in the, at the beginning especially yeah do you think that um getting more comfortable with those like you said like there might only be 10 people in the room do you think getting like more of a personal relationship with them getting a bit more comfortable with them helps you open up like trust not open up but like just you're not you're not really you kind of just forget about them and you yeah. kind of like you, you or not forget about them. You, you isolate what you're speaking to them and forget about the rest. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I think what to obviously get used to week in, week out, you know, recording almost every day, um, it starts to become a routine, you know. Yeah. Whereas before, I've never done TV, I've grown my like I've never had to be on the camera for like the most majority of the day. Um, so yeah, it does, it does come with just. It's, it's like any routine, you know. Yeah. There's, there's that the more you do it, the easier it gets. At the yeah, the more you do it, the more naturally mm-hmm. it comes. That's why people who have been on TV for years, they're like effortless. Like if you wake them up at midnight, be like, hey, present the new. They can just do it, yeah. I mean, I think about Dane and Alan this part. I mean, what's this is probably like episode eight or nine, Dane. It's nine, yeah. I mean, it's nine. nine. 
I mean, if I think back to our first, okay, our first episode was a bit, um, let, first episode doesn't count because it was just episode for episode's sake. Our first episode yeah. was a guest rather. I, yeah. I, I still said today and afterwards, I felt like it was like, I, I, I hated that whole episode just because I felt like I wasn't myself. I just felt so uncomfortable being on the camera. And now it's like, uh, I just, I think I even tweeted out when we released our first episode. I mean, you'll, Clinton, you'll know from back, back in primary school, I was, I was that kid that it, come on yeah. time, I was in tears. Amen. I, 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 I was in tears. Yeah, outside the classroom, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Um, yeah. I ref- and then, like, you just and that whereas now I'm like, I'll like, I'm I hop on the webcam now with Dane, and it's it's just like chatting it, at the at the pub, basically. Literally, I the, the episode we recorded on on Monday on Monday was. We uh, we didn't even have a plan. Yeah, we just turned on the cameras and started recording. Was... And I'm, and like I think I think to myself, it's like three. Not when we started this podcast, I would never have imagined I would just be able to do that so effort effortlessly. Mm. But like you say, it's just that's why I asked about the comfort thing because obviously Dane and I, it's it's really easy to yeah, talk to. Yeah, we've known him. each other forever. Yeah, yeah. and like, I think it's also just that routine getting because then our next guest episode after the one where I said I just didn't enjoy it was literally I think what I Dane I think you think it's our funniest episode Dane the one with Nikki yeah I think it's one yeah. of the funnier ones yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah it was it was like a complete like chalk and cheese yeah yeah okay so Clinton that was a couple of years ago now that you did that TV show yeah. so what 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 are you what have you been up to? What do you, I mean, obviously you know, without giving too much away that we don't yeah, want to speak yeah. about. Implicate anyone. Yeah. 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 Really. After that, really did open some opportunities for me. Um, just as well with Hope Space at the beginning of twenty twenty, got an opportunity to to work in, in corporate and type of thing, and yeah, been been doing that since. It was the corporate. The corporate side of marketing is that where you always wanted to go um or is that just sort of where you found yourself finding the opportunities and you're just running with it at the moment yeah man i think it's it wasn't where i i thought i was i think i have this i had this idea in my head of what i wanted to do and mm-hmm. i just landed up there and just ran with it i think it's it's also just making it my own again um yeah i i i, I there's always this perception of like corporate essay and this and that and that. Yeah. But it's really at the end of the day making whatever you do your own, you know, adding your own flavor, your own personality. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It comes through in your daily interactions with people like, oh man, you're so cool, so chill, this, that, that. Um, so yeah, definitely. So like when you're not at work, but what, what's, because I saw you drop that TikTok doing like a, the voiceover <laughs> test. <laughs> I was, it was that was yeah. better. I enjoyed that. Yeah, um, no, sure. Um, um, yeah, uh, outside of work and outside of just being a serious gent, yeah, man, one, I'm just a clown, dude, I mean, I'm just... Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> man, is, is always <laughs> one of the few biggest jokesters. <laughs> you know, besides that, I think I'm I'm really interested in voiceovers. Um, I think in that time where I was trying to figure out what to do in my life, um, I, I explored that and I did a couple of voiceover work. Um, so yeah, definitely voiceovers, photography is something I still do a lot for bits. Um, but I guess again, it's just when you do, I think when you do try and do two things at once, you start to lose focus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so really, I was always just focused on trying to like, sort out this main hustle kind of thing, and then now it's like I have opportunity to explore this and that. So playing around with voiceovers definitely. Um, playing around with the camera would always be a, a first love of mine. Um. And yeah, I, I think just really trying to figure myself out and, and trying to, because I think what I realized is that we saw you. Well, like one day I think I'm like a grandpa and my life's over. Yeah. The next day I'm like, I'm fucking 22, yeah. my whole life's in front of me. We've got this. Literally. And, and I don't want to regret not doing certain things because yeah. I'm, I'm out of time that I have to be serious. I have to. So, I mean, if I wake up tomorrow, I'll be like, hey, guys, I. 
me, me, I'm done with this. Um, I can still bounce back, you know, the, the same way yeah. I did back then was that yeah. I it wasn't working for me, it's trying something else. That doesn't work, I still have time. I think not putting a time frame to things and being like, at this age, we achieve this, by this yeah. time, yeah. I'm just That's like, so important, dude. Especially when you look, like, I just look across our grade at how different, how many different yep. positions people are in. It's like, it's dude. unreal, dude. Like, some people are, like, running their own businesses. Some people are just starting, yeah. going to varsity. Like, dude, like, I can't even keep up with, like, everyone. But, I mean, just in general, when I think of, like, I'll make an example. Like, it's all about leadership. Like, hmm. I was in leadership. I was in this position, but in varsity, I wanted nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you get someone like Shamsi, come on, where yeah. literally no issues in high school, but now in SRC. Literally. Yeah. When I came but to Pretoria, he was like president of college. I was like, what? Yeah, Shamsi? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, boss, you know I mean? bro. <laughs> like, that's, just, that's just an example of like, you should never let what you've done like at a certain period of your life define you. Uh, yeah, just because you matriculated prefect first team like you this doesn't mean you're gonna play spring box and do those things. Exactly. Well, I mean, another example is one of the guys that I studied with that I went to school with, um, who good academic at school, wasn't a top ten whatever, ended up graduating our undergrad cum laude. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, um, yeah. You should never, yeah. You should never like box yourself in. Like, there's so many. Nah. Like people, so, you're going to find there's so many things to do in the world these days. And yeah. I think that's one grab I do have with school is they kind of push you into these sort of like directions that they want you to go. Yeah. And like, yeah. I look back now and I'm just like, man, I wish I sort of <laughs> realized that entertainment and music and all of that, there was actually career opportunity in it. Uh, because I just, in my head, there was just no chance. Like I had like, no chance of doing it. You shouldn't have my thing you shouldn't have to go to varsity or go to like a tertiary institution to learn the arts and to learn like video oh, editing no. and stuff like that i mean i've taught like, everything i know about video editing <laughs> just on youtube, YouTube like, yeah, yeah but what i'm saying is like you you think about like guys who outside of the the norm of what would be like what school tries to force you into to go study like why like you should be able to do more of that stuff at school. Yeah. Even if you don't have a teacher teaching it, like you said, then you've learned so much on YouTube. So much. Just yeah. give, like, just everything give, I know about anything to do with making a video. Like from what's, YouTube. Why, what's so wrong with, instead of, instead of making some kids sit through the flipping geography lesson because they have to take a science, yeah. like let them go learn how to edit a video. Dude, honestly, uh, it's one of those things because I was always so against it because obviously Jono went to after and like studied yeah. film and all of that. So like he was speaking about all this stuff the whole way through school. And I was yeah. just like, no, nah, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Because he was obviously speaking like the movie Hollywood, like a yeah. bit. I didn't yeah. even know that the internet existed uh, in the way it, it does. Yeah. I didn't realize that people could actually make money just making like doing stuff like this just talking yeah. to their friends and having a good time with their friends until mm -hmm. last year bro like literally until last year <laughs> i had no concept of what the internet had and i was yeah. like i started editing and i was like this isn't so bad because before that the only time i'd ever done that was grade nine that movie maker project we did on our yeah. life oh, and that please. was a load of shit like yeah. <laughs> i didn't care i was like so against it i was like computer lessons i don't care about this it's the wrong Thing, way to teach it and there's just so many things that we don't get exposed to in school yeah that the world yeah. needs at the end of the day yeah, that's, like, yeah. that's what I'll, like i'll never i'll never understand the struct like the school structure definitely suited me as an individual yeah same I'll, but I'll, like, like the direction i've gone in life it definitely <laughs> it suited me yeah but like there's I think of like guys who wanted to do music at school, but um, couldn't play guitar because college never a guitar, guitar teacher. teacher. Yeah. We, so he ended up not doing music at school. I'm just like that. Like we, it's you're, obviously you can't expect to be ha like 
every individual person be handed stuff like that but i mean i just, just think the fact that our grade was the first grade that had the option to do music for matric is yeah. also just crazy because before we got there college was like priding themselves on all the, like the trios and the quartets and stuff when we were in second and third form we're like performing for the queen and stuff and yeah. like college's cultural department just wasn't there it didn't exist i think um it's come a long way now i haven't really followed it much obviously covid's fucked everything in terms of that yeah. kind of stuff yeah. um but yeah i think college is a very good school if you want to follow the straight line path that they want you to follow yeah <laughs> but the, the thing is there's no no not many schools <laughs> Wait, not many schools. i didn't hear what Clinton said i don't know why yeah. so i was just saying that and that's like every other school you know yeah like, true the system itself we don't like say ah oh, but, but yeah it's literally how it is and that's how we've been that's how we've grown up like being told, okay you need to finish school go to us to get a job do this there's always been like a sense of structure and if you like yeah. if you fall outside of that it's like, yeah, yeah like, and you feel weird it's like why am i not following the straight line path I mean, yeah prime example like you're literally working in marketing and you don't you like you said you didn't finish your degree like yeah, yeah. you i'm mean, literally only starting again to study now you know but it, yeah it's it's that thing of i, I was i was told this is that there's some things that you can't be taught to make and i think that's what you realize like, i think marketing is one of those things especially because it's changing yeah. every day you've got to be up to there's, date yeah there's, there's a certain there's a certain things that you can't teach someone it's just they have it you've got it or you don't yeah you got it or you don't you know and yeah that's that's literally that's literally it and i'm not i'm not bashing people going to school for it because yeah i, I do realize there's obviously some gaps there's, there's a lot of things i've i've learned like in this past year already um that i'm just okay actually i couldn't have just done this you know yeah, um, yeah. technicalities to it and stuff but for the most part of it it, it is intuition it is the type of clarity uh it is yeah you think it's this and that and so you just can't be taught that you know yeah at the end of the day like the school the education system is just one of those things like i understand why it is or was the way it is now but i just feel like it hasn't evolved with the times while so much has changed in the world the school system yeah. the education system has remained the same for hundreds of years and it's just yeah. like like you were saying those things of like problem solving intuition instead of picking up on those things young they'll be like oh you can't mm. do math so you're stupid and like go yeah, do maths yeah. Like, yeah. yeah i mean yeah i think i think to an extent i don't know i think through no fault of their own our education department is kind of in a way helping that mold slightly by lowering the pass requirements to an extent where it's almost laughable yeah. but at the same time it's like we know these kids like aren't going to get a chance out there without a metric but at the same time like i said i don't think this is through any fault of their own i don't think they they're geniuses in this to, to this extent um and i don't think this was the intention but by just sending people out there with these really low pass requirements you're still equipping someone with a metric certificate so it's like you said those technicalities form- like it's a key it's a some qualification to their name yeah. but like someone walking up like a 30% maths mark um like they haven't retained any of that knowledge yeah but yeah. they don't it, like if you're going into the arts or you're going into marketing you don't need that maths knowledge yeah if you but you sometimes you might need that matric certificate just to get your foot in the door no of course of course and I think that's that's the bit that's the important thing is like a lot of people miss like lose sight of that is that as much as it might not necessarily be as necessary it's not the be all and end all but it gets your foot in it's, the door it's the key to the next step like 
Yeah. yeah, a lot yeah. of people say they used their matric certificate once and it was to get into university. Then they used their degree once and it was to get their first job. And from there, it was all experience. So like uh, fixing the education system is a far better yeah. job than my brain can comprehend right now. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I, it's a topic. I, <laughs> yeah, I haven't even updated my CV since matric. I did it the other day because I, I was I haven't like had to, interested I haven't to had see to. what I've done. <laughs> I, I, signed, I signed my training contract with my current employer. It, when I was 18 in matric. So yeah. I, I haven't had to touch my CV yeah. in like four years. Yeah. And, and I think that's also another thing is that there's certain careers where like, you, you just have to have like a degree, like you have to go to art. Yeah. Because I mean, you're dealing with people, like you're dealing with companies, millions. Yeah. Years. Like you can't not. Yeah have that foundation yeah but I, again i just i just wish like with the schooling system you're just able to truly explore everything i got to this person 100 yeah. learn about these people learn about this so let kids like actually try yeah so let them like, try while they're young when if they yeah, if they can't not, do it it's not a problem yeah it's, it's not like you're pushing this agenda of like okay everyone we're going to teach you Oh, yeah, we're going to teach you about the universities and all your options. We bring in all these universities to come speak, but we're not bringing in musicians. We're not bringing in, no. uh, yeah. not bringing in content creators. Not bringing in because oh. some kids literally they're so disinterested in our conversation because they're like, I don't fit in. Like, I'm not going to say this. So. But if you bring in like a, a big South African musician on the stage to speak to them, they'll be like, oh, wow, look at this whole industry that's out there with like millions of people working in it that I could potentially get into. Yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, that kid probably has like a SoundCloud account too. Yeah. Now he's actually going to try to build on it because there's a story that inspires him. Yeah. But Dave, when did we, did, was it the last episode where we spoke about this or was it the previous one where I said like, like there's so like, could you imagine if you've just got like this untapped talent that you just never get to? Did we talk about this, game? I think I don't know if we spoke about it in a podcast or if we just spoke. Maybe about personally, it. I, I always said. So I always had this thing like, like I personally could be like the next best thing in curling at like the Winter Olympics, but I've never had that opportunity to play it. And yeah. I, I feel like you, you, like, could you imagine like how many kids or like. How many generational talents in certain aspects have just like been lost because they just haven't been exposed? Hundred mm, percent. I always wonder, like, why do like how far are we, away are we from like traditional schools partnering up with places like Squarespace, Udemy, these online learning platforms, where they can actually you can simultaneously teach like you don't need the teachers. They provide like a teach. place of learning with like people to just guide you and how to use yeah. the technology and, that's there. Yeah. And, and then you can still get a, like still get decent assess. Like you can still get assessed on it. Yeah. To sort Where, to your level. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, we're, we're living in very exciting times, um, especially seeing last year, how everything went fairly yeah. seamlessly online. <laughs> Obviously South Africa has a big problem in the like gap with wealth. And I don't know how, the majority of our country carried on with education last year but seeing how seamlessly the first world countries just moved life online it, it really does like the future is going to be very interesting for us yeah. i think it really just showed people that we, we don't have to be in the same way there's a lot of things that people got away by saying oh no we don't whereas when you're in the world of literally Formal at the top and you get access to the bottom. Just because yeah, yeah. actually company uniform, um, like a person standard person doesn't affect a person's way of working. No, no, well, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, so for my first, my first two weeks on my job, I was doing, I was doing work for a client in Cape Town yeah. from my flat in Durban. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you would have had to like lie down and work yeah. physically. Which would have been cool, I suppose. <laughs> but... yeah, it would have been, but like, uh, but at, in saying that, if that was the if that was necessary, I probably wouldn't have been given the work. True. 
true. Exactly. But, be- but because it was so, it's so easy to do, like. Yeah, man, there's a lot of things. Even like events, I mean, like the event industry is big. Um, obviously, it's the certain things that you just can't do. Um, yeah. And that industry is obviously affected. But seeing the shift in, I feel, at some stage, I think I used to have like 10 Instagram lives at once. Um, yeah, like it's just. Yeah, there's, there was so many um, influence celebrities, brands that jumped on that whole world on Instagram Live because everyone's at home. Yeah. Yeah. You, and you have to still kind of reach people. Um, and that's the, that's the best way. But again, a large industry, large industries were affected and obviously they, they couldn't like, like switch virtually or do stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. like a, a concert will never be the same. There's good, good and bad of, of the whole. Yeah. Of the whole thing, but yeah. I mean, obviously, thing. yeah. The bad is the thing that gets focused on the most in the in the media and everything. And I got very swept up with it last year. But like, when you look at all the good things, it's like, okay, now we've got this foundation to build off when things are back to normal. Like, we can level up because we can save all this time doing this bit online. That when we're yeah. in person, we we've already finished that first meeting. Like the first meeting was done in an email. Um, yeah. We can just go straight <laughs> to point two. And exactly. yeah. I mean, and most I, sanitizing more. Damn. Yeah, yeah that's a good habit to get into. <laughs> yeah. That's a good habit. That's something we need to keep going yeah. through. Yeah. Wow. Just keep sanitizing open in public spaces. <laughs> it would be nice. Yeah. Please. Yeah. And the social distancing. Like, don't don't come and stand right behind me in the queue. Uh, like, I have to pay. Because be- they need to keep those stickers in the Yeah. I have to pay before you can get to the till, no matter how close you stand. Yeah, to me, bro, to <laughs> but just let us go to a concert and stand all yeah. on top of each other again, please. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Right. That's what, that's what but like, this is an industry where it's just not the same. I mean, yeah, no. live concert, a live like events, like a party. Um, yeah, it's, it's just not the same virtually. Man. It really isn't. But hopefully, we'll be back there soon. Anyway. Um, I think yeah. we should probably wrap this up, Clinton. I'm well, sorry. Do you want to go to the? Do you want to go? There's a couple of. Questions. Oh, have you got some questions? I actually forgot about those. A couple. Yeah, go um, ahead. Yeah. So I've got one question here. Um, would you rather everyone in the world get three wishes and you don't, or only you get the wishes? Look, <laughs> if you had asked me this question. Probably two months, a month ago, my answer would have been different. But no, I'm taking the wishes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the wishes. I think oh, so sorry, too, guys. bro. I think so. Uh, I'm taking the wishes. Oh, man, I'm not some no nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> This is from Nikki. Uh, Nikki Manchev, he wants to know if you can still sing as beautifully as you did five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, yo, Nikki. Literally, prefix study, we used to have to So I guess why, I guess why he's up to do that. Yeah. I follow, I, 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 yo. It's, it's, again, this is how I usually explain it. It's like, if you're an athlete, right, and you don't train for five years, that's the Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But I realize this is literally that because, I mean, back then, we used to have, like, practice every day. We were week. in choir every day, like, yeah, twice a week, three times a week. <laughs> Yeah, you know, these, oh, every day actually. Yeah, I can't sing anymore to save my life, bro. Yeah, yeah I, I can, I can still can, but it, it's not the same. It's like, yeah, the, the 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 natural flair is still there, but it's just not the same. Like the it's rain, not that, same. Yeah. Like now I'm croaky because I've been like playing arts and that's a man. The last um, the same, yeah, chair. Okay, so. Um, those are just the best questions we got from there. Um, yeah, so the... I might even cut this in and put it at the beginning. So we start every podcast asking our guests, yeah. if you had to make a playlist right now, what would the first three songs you put on it be? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because I listen. People who know me, and yeah, yeah, people who know me know that there is a specific artist that, is, that I always play without, without fail. Like, I think a week on end. It's called Brent Fires. Okay. Uh, I, yo, literally some people like this kid, they don't know because he's riding me in the car. You could literally be coming 
from Groove, we're coming from a nice time, and I'll play this guy. And he's literally like an R&B kind of, kind of <laughs> You're killing the mood. Definitely a song called um, Running on E by my friend Faz on top. Um, then I'll put, I'll put, second, I'll put What's Next by Drake. Okay. Um, and then third, oh, 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 oh. Mm. Everyone, all, everyone always starts off strong with the first two. They come to the third. But you got to pick one out of them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was literally about to cheat and put put up my Spotify. But now nah, let me not let me not open my Spotify. No, think of it on my head. So I've said Drake. I've said Brian Fires. It's your. Mm, 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 mm. It's a tough. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh, let's say. Because uh, I've been listening to it quite often, I will say I'll take it back. Now, I'll say Lil Wayne, Mrs. Officer. Okay, yeah. Okay. Just throw in something vintage, but it's hip hop. But yeah. So definitely. Every, every time Dana and I ask ourselves this same question, it's always different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every day is a different three. <laughs> we literally, I think we even recorded, we recorded an episode where Twice. we started off and we asked ourselves, like someone, we asked that we answered it ourselves, yeah. and then we had the like a issue, out, yeah. and then we had to record it again, and it was the same day, like same night. Yeah. And we literally, like ten minutes later, we changed our answer. Three different songs, completely. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. If you, no, I would definitely change. It. No, because something always pops in your mind. Oh, actually, yeah. oh that's what. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Clinton, anyway. thank you so much for coming on and thank you for dealing with our technical difficulties because oh, that's man, a staple here. Yeah? It was good to chat fun. to you again. Um, nice to chat to you again, man. Yeah, guys, um, go and see Clinton on all the social media things. He's doing well, Urban Zulu Warrior. He's doing big things. He's making big moves. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was a pleasure having you on, bro. Follow no. oh, us on Instagram, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go.